Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I'm going to talk about alchemy today, spiritual alchemy. I'm going to explain it all to you, and I'm going to help you understand how you can be your own spiritual alchemist. Each of us has had moments in our lives where we wished our life circumstances were different, better. And each of us has had times where we asked or perhaps pleaded to the heavens, what else do I have to do to get what I want? Well, today's episode is all about how you can do that. I'll be honest with you, and I'm sure you already know this, but in order for your outer world to change, you've got to change internally. You must transmute and transform some or all aspects of yourself to become a different version of yourself, therefore giving you the ability to call in what you want to have in your life. Statements like, if only, then, or when X happens, then I will do, be, have, are key indicators that you desire change, but you don't know how to achieve it. And it's so important to be able to envision your life as you want it to be, and then uh, remain very present in the process of traveling there. My work with my clients is all about up-leveling, helping them to up-level who they are so they can reach their desired outcomes in relationships, business, finance, health, and emotions. Changing any part of your life means that you shift and change some aspect of you. You know the definition of insanity, right? It's doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Y'all, we can't wish things to be different if we aren't willing to meet change where it's at and get involved in the change we want to see and feel. What work do you need to do internally to bring about change externally? What limitations do you need to defy that will help you grow? These initial questions are at the heart of today's podcast episode. The next question that's at the top of my mind today, which I want you to keep on top of yours, is how can you break free from the confines of socioeconomic and cultural molds and become who you want and need to become to be living in the truest and highest expression of yourself. Spiritual alchemy. That is what we're going to talk about today. Alchemy is the art of transmuting energies, transforming one to the other, and in the process, transforming the existing uh, form into something new and ideally exalted far beyond the existing one. Uh, And in my research to really understand how to explain alchemy, uh, I learned that there are two types of alchemy. External alchemy is the first one. This is when people try to harmonize the external forces to transform matter into what they believe to be the purest form. So this is back in the day of 
uh, transforming things into gold. Even though these efforts failed, what these people were attempting to address was the search for transformational harmony through understanding, through reflection, and continued transformation. The second type of alchemy is internal alchemy, and this is the alchemy of spirit and of the spirit. Practiced by sages to try and gain mastery over the self through a journey of self-awareness, understanding, compassion, and much more, the sages purified their inner selves and transformed it to achieve the purest form of spirit. So when we think of spiritual alchemy, what we're really concerning ourselves with is the transmutation of our personalities, allowing the person to break free from the confined and the confines of socioeconomic and cultural molds of their day and time. The ideal of transformation, of the transformation process, is the realization of a pure personal self. Now, I want you all to really hear this. The pure personal self, an ideal which can universally resonate with all beings and which can be identified across all cultures and civilizations. And the end result of this ideal self is to directly know the pure being of who you are, the pureness of who you are. With spiritual alchemy, the idea of self-realization, the goal of it is also to restructure our personality and the various levels of our identification with it, hence realizing the limitless potential of our being. When we invest ourselves in spiritual alchemy, we are really trying to get out of our own way and to find and achieve the highest possible purity of ourselves and allow our best destiny to unfold before us. So the term alchemical transformation, some of y'all have heard of that, comes from, and this is really fascinating, the Latin term solve et coagula. Solve means the breakdown and separation of different elements. Coagula is referring to the reconstitution of separated elements into a new and higher form. All stages of the spiritual alchemy's transformation is about breaking down various base aspects of one's character. Some of the core aspects that are really, these aspects are getting in the way of the realization of your true nature, of the recognition of your uh, higher nature. So solve et coagula means developing our ability to clearly perceive our limiting characteristics, attitudes, and behaviors. And many people avoid looking at these aspects of themselves that, you know, they, they, they tempt to kind of turn the other cheek to these parts of themselves that we, we call the shadow aspects. Look, nobody likes to look at that stuff unless you are really motivated to change your life to experience more happiness and emotional freedom. And if that's not you, you're going to be still turning the other cheek. If you've ever heard of the term broken open or have actually experienced being broken open, then you know what transformation is. It can either be negative where you are traumatized by an experience and render yourself helpless, or it can be positive where you become healthier and a more confident, solid, secure version of yourself because of that experience. Not all experiences will break you open, thank goodness, 
And like I said, that's a good thing because those experiences are quite significantly felt and emotionally overwhelming to all of us. But many experiences will have enough leverage to prompt you to change something within you, even if it is for a moment. People learn from pain. It is the universal teacher for all of us because when the desire to get out of pain outweighs the pain itself, listen to that again, when the desire to get out of pain outweighs the pain itself, then change happens. Alchemy happens. And we find no threat anywhere near us to look at the aspects of ourselves that are getting in our way of being happy and free. We, we choose to do that instead of get in our own way. That said, while there are no universal stages of alchemy, kind of due to the sheer number of different schools of thought out there around it, I'm going to share with you some of the most widely accepted stages and I'm going to explain each of them. And this is a really cool thing for you to, to know because you could be in the beginning stages, the middle stages, or nearing the end, which is really, really cool. So if you want to get out a piece of paper and a pen, great, pause this recording. If not, and you just want to kind of listen to it and just kind of gauge where you, where you fall on uh, within the seven stages, that's fine too. So they make a lot of sense, these stages. And some of you who have worked on yourself will actually, you'll be able to look back and see which stages you were in and at what times in your life and really kind of where you are now. So other, like I said, other times, uh, other people who are listening to this will find themselves in various stages and uh, with various things in your life. And you're working towards uh, experiencing the last stage of alchemy. So I'm going to say the seven steps, but don't worry. I'm going to then go into them in detail. Okay. So the first, so the seven steps are calcination, dissolution, separation, conjunction, fermentation, distillation, coagulation. And if you really kind of think of those things, even before I get into the definitions, I guarantee you, you could come up with your own intuitive definitions of what these things are, or at least what some of them are, the ones that feel most familiar to you. But for the sake of this, uh, this episode today, I am going to go into detail. Uh, and so I ask you to, as I kind of go into detail, do a self-evaluation. All right. So the first step is called calcination, and that is a process of heating and decomposing raw matter, or in other words, breaking down parts of ourselves that are in the way of our own happiness. Often we'd rather be right or fulfill an idea of quote unquote perfection than be truly happy. So we continue neglecting the exploration of ourselves, right? So there's always that saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? The stage of calcination represents the stage in our lives where we begin breaking down our egos, self-doubt, stubbornness, self-sabotaging behavior, pride, and arrogance, and put it aside so we can find out what's underneath. Calcination is step one. Step two, dissolution. Once we've broken down all of our personality characteristics that were in the way, we're left with the process of dissolution. 
which is the beginning of feeling less identification with our kind of false sense of self, who we thought we were. Uh, and once we're free from our pride and self-doubt, right, that attitude that we carry to protect us, we can take one step back and truly observe our positive and negative qualities. In this stage, the dissolution stage, our inability to take responsibility for our many far faults, our avoidance of traumatic, traumatizing memories, and other inner tensions they rise to the surface, causing us to become aware of how our behavior might be affecting others. This is the beginning of spiritual maturity and the spiritual awakening process. Sometimes this stage of transformation is brought about accidentally by illness or misfortunes in our lives that cause us to really pay attention to what we're doing, shocking us out of our avoidance patterns such as workaholism, drugs, and TV watching. Dissolution is step two. Step three is separation. And separation is a state where we make our thoughts and emotions more defined by isolating them from other thoughts and emotions. A simple example is our attempt to free our heart from resentment while trying to forgive someone. The process of separation involves truly becoming aware of our, our authentic feelings for a person or for ourselves. And in this stage, we choose to experience our anger, frustration, or disappointment towards another or ourselves rather than reverting back to the old habit of dutifully trying to forgive and forget because it's the right and comfortable thing to do. So in other words, we become more comfortable with truly what we feel. We are become present with ourselves. We don't try to run away. Separation is closely entwined with shadow work. And I've, I've done an episode on shadow work, so please go ahead and listen to that if you don't understand what that is. Go back to that one. Uh, and the shadow work in that we, we must all um, allow all feelings and thoughts within us to surface side by side. And this helps us isolate particular elements of our character in order to honestly see and assess them. So it's not because you want to overly, you want to emotionally overwhelm yourself but you're actually out of uh, a love and respect for yourself. You're like, okay, I got to pay attention to all this stuff that I think is repulsive, is disgusting, is shameful. Every aspect that's shadow work so that you can learn from it and move on. Step four is called conjunction. After the purification and clarification of the first three stages, we must properly combine the remaining elements within us through the process of what's called conjunction. While in the previous step, we separated and learned to distinguish all of the separate feelings and thoughts within us, this is what conjunction does. It provides the inner space, the simmering, that is required for us to truly and honestly except all the parts of our authentic self. When we experience this stage of spiritual alchemy, all of our unconscious thoughts and feelings become conscious. They bubble up to the surface and into the light of conscious awareness. In this stage of conjunction, journaling, introspection, solitude, and meditation are particularly useful. Step five, fermentation. 
We all kind of know what that means when something is fermented. It is the beginning of our process of rebirth. This stage, y'all, um, can be compared to the death of a grape, which then becomes the birth of wine. While the first four stages involve uh, involved working with aspects of our old personality, in the stage of fermentation, we begin to experience moments of our more refined self. Fermentation can occur in two parts. Okay, now I know you kind of get a little scientific here, but it's really cool when you really think about this. So the two parts are putrefaction. It's spelled P-U-T-R-E-F-A-C-T-I-O-N. Putrefaction. Oh, putrefaction. Sorry, I mis misread that. Uh, and then spiritization is the second one. Putrefaction is the decomposition of our former selves, right? The process of inner death by which the old elements of our conscious and unconscious minds are allowed to rot and decompose. Okay? So we kind of literally, we let those parts of ourselves, the former selves that we've identified with, die. Sometimes people will call this stage the dark night of the soul, as it can be followed by troublesome mental states such as depression. When we have this deep, deep realization that who we thought we were and how we thought our life was wasn't really the case. But on the other hand, spiritization is the stage in which we begin to look at the world in a new light. With the right guidance and with solid inner work, spiritization involves letting go of all the aspects of ourselves and our lives that don't serve or contribute to our spiritual transformation. This is when we taste moments of great inner peace and stillness. It's letting go and being in the beingness of who you truly are. Step six or stage six, distillation. Once we begin our spirit, spiritization, we have to find a way to continue to integrate all of these spiritual realizations into our lives in order to allow them to become permanent right? Distillation is the level of further purification. You hear all the time that alcohol is distilled, right? It has to be. And sometimes it's distilled uh, multiple times, hundreds of times. So it can be its purest form, right? So one example of distillation is finding ways to live from a daily place of inner peace, even in the most mundane circumstances, with enough repeated practice of constantly dying and being reborn in the present moment without entering again into the habits, the identifications, and the cycles of the mind, we experience a strong and profound inner transformation. In the East, this is what's most defined as self-realization or enlightenment. Certain practices such as mindfulness, meditation, yoga, and self-inquiry are useful at this stage. The last stage, number seven, is called coagulation. And we all know kind of what that is, right? We think of the very first thing I think about is like blood, when blood coagulates, right? If we get a cut, our cells coagulate and they allow our blood, they allow our blood to clot, right? So similar to the blood's ability to form clots and stop bleeding, coagulation is the moment when we have broken open the head, or in other words, We've become free from the mind and have allowed our consciousness or soul to connect with the 
materia prima, the spirit. The meeting point between two opposites, such as the spiritual self and raw matter, heaven and hell and life and death, is a point where existence becomes self-aware. This is the moment when our lives are without duality, when matter becomes spirit or spirit is manifested into material form. So those of you who are manifestors, quickly you understand that this is a very, very high vibrational connection. So what you think about, you bring about. In this stage of coagulation, the physical universe isn't separate from the mind or spiritual reality. It is a reflection of it. How cool is that, right? Alchemy's greatest achievement is to create an interrelationship between mind and matter, between self and world. It embodies and points to the union of opposites, the transcendence of division and the oneness of all beings. I hope you have found this uh, episode on spiritual alchemy helpful. I hope you can kind of see what stage you're in, the stages that you've been. I know that when I <clears throat> began to do my research on this and put something together, I was able to see how it, how I was able to move through uh, different stages of my life using this process. I didn't necessarily know what it was called, but just having gone through what I've gone through at different parts of my life, I have thankfully been able to um, reach points where I've been able to release more and more and more and let go of parts of myself that are ego-based, that are prideful, that uh, argue with the truth. And y'all know I've said before, you know, uh, if you argue with the truth, it just makes you unhappy. So get to the truth and the truest and highest expression of who you really are by becoming your own alchemist. And I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 